Hey, what's up, everybody? It is Sunday, December 3rd, 2023, and welcome to a brand new episode of the Now Mind You Podcast. This is episode 93, Combat. We didn't have a combat episode last week because it was a holiday. UFC had a bye week, so on and so forth. I mean, there were some boxing events, but we didn't cover them, and then it's just what it is, right? It was we a holiday, a, goddamn. It. We took a break. We took a break. Uh, we gave I you was some manga, though. In the itis. Yeah. Okay. Uh, that is one way to put it. And with that, uh, we will be covering today. Well, Matt's going to take us through the boxing event that happened last night: uh, Garcia versus Duarte. Then, as a collective, we will be covering UFC Fight Night: Dariush versus Sarukian. Uh, without wasting any additional time, Matt, please take us into the main event of last night's boxing card. Uh, last night we had Ryan Garcia versus Oscar Duarte. Oscar Duarte. Um, we saw, I guess you could say, what would be a new evolution in uh, what's going to be, yeah, a new a new evolution in what's going to be uh, Ryan Garcia's quote-unquote new style going forward um this was his first fight back since his fight in april with um javante davis uh that he lost via ko in the seventh round um and this that was also his first loss ever so he was coming into this fight 23 and one against um oscar duarte who's you know a younger up-and-coming guy definitely was looking to take the shine off of um a young ryan garcia and you know, there seemed to have been uh, a decent amount of tension coming into this fight um, as it related to Oscar and, and and by Oscar in this instance, I'm referring to De La Hoya. Golden boys having problems yeah. with Garcia? I heard and there was Ryan some Garcia. Yeah, they, uh, they got into it at the press conference and, you know, Ryan kind of was sounding off on uh, Oscar De La Hoya and on bernard hopkins and you know just dealing with that and feeling as if they were bringing oscar duarte in to beat him and you know they thought he was going to be the guy and all of that essentially feeling like he wasn't being backed by the people that brought him in and i i, I kind of get where that's coming from you kind of seeing a bit of a pattern but that's a story in some respects for another time so we bring in oscar duarte and you know he's basically the guy that's now tasked with trying to take steal this thunder from Ryan Garcia, twenty six and one, coming into this fight. Um, you know, twenty one KOs seems like a viable, uh, like a viable option. And for the most part, he put up a pretty good fight. But when I say we were seeing like you know this evolution in Ryan, we were seeing Ryan be um, a lot more defensively responsible, standing a lot more. Uh, utilizing a lot more of a Philly shell, a lot more of a bladed stance, um, mm. not standing as as overtly tall as he usually does, like has his knees kind of slightly bent. Definitely saw that he's been trying to do some sort of different training. You know, he still had that signature kind of snappy speed. Um, definitely he's looking a little bit bigger. If I'm not mistaken, what weight was this fight at? If I'm not mistaken, this fight was also at lightweight at 35. Of a, but I think this actually was at 40, if I'm not mistaken. I think this was because he looks pretty big. But at any rate, we saw pretty much the signature speed. We saw a lot of good counters. 
Um, Oscar Duarte pretty much just could not cut the ring off, and Ryan was really allowed to showcase his defense and his footwork because he wouldn't cut off the ring. And whenever he would kind of throw in combination, whatever Ryan didn't block, he would shift over um, into a, a Philly shell stance and kind of roll his shoulders. Ultimately, um, it was another one of these lightning quick counters that Ryan threw. And he threw actually while he was kind of off balance, recovering from blocking a shot. He kind of rips a right hook and it hits uh, Duarte right on the temple, puts him on, you know, puts him on spaghetti legs and, Ryan finishes the job, so in the eighth round, Ryan ends up um, becoming victorious via uh, stoppage. Uh, so Ryan stopped Oscar Duarte in eight out of the 12 rounds coming out of this fight. And that's pretty much what I got for you guys on that front. Cool. TJ. Thank you, Matt. Uh, with that, let us transition over to our UFC event. Of course, we're talking about UFC fight night, Dariush versus Sarukian that took place in Austin, Texas. Uh, it was one of those fight nights that had Bruce Buffer gave all the energy of a pay-per-view, but yes, was a fight night. Yes, he did. Um, he did. Shit, who do we have on this main event? We had, I want to say, six fights on this main card, and apparently prelims were Is that what you too. call them? Yeah. You call them fights? <laughs> There's a reason why Matt's saying this, and we'll get into it very shortly. But uh, a lot of lightweight uh, matchups in this card, if I'm being 100% honest. Um, but we opened up with Dari, uh, not Darius versus Sarikin, Soriano versus Stoltzfus at middleweight, Guida versus Silva at lightweight. Then we had Brady versus Gaslam at welterweight. We had Font versus Figueiredo at Bantam. We had Turner versus Green at lightweight. Then we had. For the main event, Darius versus Sarukin at lightweight. Um, with that, who wants to grab um, uh, uh, Soriano versus Stoltzfus? Okay. You know what? Uh, I'll I'll go ahead. I'll start off with some. Y'all know I like my numbers. Um, so uh, middleweight fight, um, Soriano versus I cannot pronounce his last name. Stoltzfus. 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 Um, let's say uh, Dustin. Dustin, yeah, that's uh, his first name. Middleweight fight. Uh, the fight was in Dustin's favor. Um, uh, he won uh via round two rear necky choke. Uh, four minutes and ten seconds into the second round. Um, y'all know I like my numbers, so let's go through it. Um, total significant strikes. Uh, Soriano had thirty-one out of seventy-three. Dustin had 64 out of 123. Head strikes, uh, Soriano had uh, 18 out of 56. Dustin had 24 out of 79. Body strikes, Soriano had 9 out of 11. Dustin had 23 out of 27. It was those kicks. Uh, legs, uh, 4 out of 6. And then legs, Dustin had 17 out of 17. Them joints were connected. Mm. When it comes to control, Dustin had a total of 2 minutes and 12 seconds. He had four out of seven takedowns, and of course, he got the submission. Uh, Soriano was just just out out like just just dominated. Um, it seemed like Dustin's pace was better. Um, I, I in the fights that I seen, Soriano was going for some major bombs, but they just didn't they didn't really land like that. Maybe he's just trying to get him out of there. It didn't work. Um, uh, yeah. Um, uh, TJ pointed out something. 
later on during the decision that I think he should be the one to point out. Uh, but yeah, um, just a just a matter of just being being the the performance just being completely solid, just uh, complete control over Soriano. Good job by Dustin. Um, yeah, uh, that's that's all I got for this one. Um, I did see that Soriano did try to like he like in the first round he had like it looked like he put his soul into like one punch like he was trying to get him out of there, but he missed and he ended up getting like a semi nut shot. Um, so you know that's that's a morale killer, right there. Uh, but yeah, that's that's my thoughts on it. I'm uh, I'm opening up to the table. Uh, uh, TJ, did you did you want to go into it next? I guess not. Sorry, my bad. I was muted. Um, I thought Stoltz was wasted no time in neutralizing that Hawaiian power. And listen, uh, he just disrupted Punahale's footing, made it really hard for Soriano to use any of his tools. Dustin got that buzzer beater style drop at the end of the first round and ultimately uh, ended up grabbing that single leg that spelled the beginning of the end in the second round. Uh, grab Puna's back and then just hit that nasty rear naked choke. Um, Did he I was get honestly the so, in the first round too. Yeah, well, yep. I don't know. Puna Heli had some pretty good takedown defense in that first round. I'd have to rewatch it. Yeah, um, he did. but like, I was surprised Puna Heli survived that rear naked choke for as long as he did. Um, that was intense, Matt. What'd you think? Yeah, it was intense. I mean. Ultimately, to to put him down with that right hand like that, and then jump on his back, that see shit like that to me is always like the crazy thing in MMA, right? Like a guy can like just rock you and just like fuck, you hit the deck, and it's like no, this is not done. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like imagine getting hit perfectly on the chin with that right hand, like he did, trying to get your bearings together, and while you're trying to figure out. You know, you know what I'm saying? The floor from the ceiling, a guy's wrapping his arm around your neck and he chokes you out. Shit is nuts. That's my thoughts. It is nuts. It is nuts. The the it's, it's like that. <laughs> sorry. No? No pun intended. All right. Uh oh. <laughs> <laughs> no, just me. Uh Guida versus Silva. We had Clay Guida versus Joaquim Silva. Uh, we had the Carpenter from the U.S., Silva from Brazil. Uh, Clay Guida is about to turn like what, forty-two or forty-one or something like that. This is like sixty-something appearance in the UFC. Um, and let me tell you something. He looked in shape, man. Uh, yeah. it's really hard to tell that he's in his forties. I will say that much. And he definitely had the crowd behind him in this one. Now. Basically, the fight consisted of, to me personally, Guida controlling the pace and the grappling, at least the takedowns and the wrestling aspect, and Silva just kind of hanging in there and finding opportunities here and there to deal some damage. Uh, if you look at every round, for the most part, except for maybe the third round, where it, it felt like Silva was turning it up a little bit more on the feet, um... It looked like a, a case of the... No, it didn't look like... It was a case of the veteran versus the young gun. However, the veteran in this case has, like, an unlimited gas tank. Guida kept... If you can't tell, I was rooting for Guida. 
I mean, he's also from Chicago and he's been around for the longest. And it's like at, at a certain point, it's like you just want to see him succeed, man. Um, he kept on putting the pressure on Silva from jump. Very good usage of like moving forward, keeping his head off the line, using very awkward movements to keep Silva guessing. It's like, is he going to shoot? Is he going to kick? Is he going to punch? So on and so forth. Like Silva was having a hard time getting Guida's number. And sure enough, you know, it was like punch, punch. And then I'm going to hit this treetop single leg, get you to fall on your fucking head and then try to control him. Now, this is where I think oftentimes the situation got out of Guida's control. It's because... It's like he had the first half of the formula down, Pat. Strike, set up your takedown, get the takedown completed. But then that's where he kind of lost and that he, to me at least, it seemed like he had no follow through after the takedown. Like, you got the takedown, so now establish control, either set up your submission or at least get a dominant position to start raining down some tyranny from up above. And it ended up being he had the takedown, then would somehow fumble it, or Silva would scramble onto um, Silva. Uh, blah, Silva would scramble onto Guida's back, or just hold the guillotine and make Guida suffer either through trying to hold that choke or through hitting him with some like bombs or some knees. But to Guida's credit, he would get back on his feet every single time, and he would like be ready on the break. Like he's a veteran for a reason. Ultimately. The fight ended with a unanimous decision win for Silva, which I thought was a little strong because personally, I think it was a super competitive fight. I thought it was pretty close in all honesty. And I think that Guida got robbed. That's what I feel. Um, I Yeah, I'm going to pass it over. Who who wants it, Matt? Um, I'll, 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 I'll say my, my, uh, I'll, I'll, I'll get my details. So, um, to me, I agree with you. It's just to me, whenever Guida was so busy, but yeah, every true. time Guida got rocked, he got rocked. Like I felt like he was about to drop 82nd and I feel like the judges kind of saw that too. Or maybe it was just his way of like trying to keep the, Keep the break, keep the keep the takedown going. I just don't know what it was, but I just feel like that was kind of why the judges were moved towards Silva's favor, because I I thought the the card was 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 different. Um, uh, how the how how it break down? It was a it was twenty eight. It was it was three rounds for Silva. I didn't realize that. Um, that so was yeah. a little wild to me. Yeah, that's that's wild. Um. But looking at the numbers, no, it's still pretty wild because, you know, we we still <laughs> kind of going back in that conversation, right? So right. Uh, significant strikes, Guida got 43, uh, Silva got 46. Head strikes, Guida got 19, Silva got 33. Of course, uh, body strikes, um, um, Guida got 14, Silva got 9. Leg strikes, Guida got 10, Silva got 4. And Guida had four minutes of control. That's what four I'm minutes. saying. Like they, I, it feels like they didn't factor that grappling at all. I, I, I mean, yeah, you know, in a, in a, we, they, I feel like the judges are always going to go with striking more so than, than, than grappling, um, which is, which you know, at this point is just kind of ridiculous because you got four minutes of control time. That's a whole round. Like, how would you even, right. how would you even win a round at that point? You know, right. Um, 
yeah, I, I don't know. I, I, I just really think it came down to just Guida just taking some hard-ass shots and looking like he might fall any minute. That's just how it looked to me. But that's uh, also like, like he does that, you know? Like, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Um, But, you know, never, never leave it to the judges. Um, yeah, no, for sure. I feel like in some of the instances when he was engaged in the grappling, though, like... I don't know. It, it, it's hard to like not give him. It's hard to not score him for grappling, and for engaging in grappling exchanges and winning some, because at the same time you you are giving points for the reversal of the grapple, you know, and for the top control and stuff. And it's not as if he wasn't getting any control, but I think kind of more or less on the lines of what y'all butcher said. Like it seemed like when he was in trouble, he was like. On knocking on death's door, you know. Yeah. Well, um, isn't isn't the next fight kind of the example of of what you kind of what what the best situation for grappling would be? Like, I guess that's what the judges want to see if you're gonna grapple somebody. But that ultimately ended in a finish. Spoiler alert. Yeah. Yeah. Big. Well, you're right. It is a good example of con- actual like control control from takedown to position so yeah yeah you are correct sir speaking of which speaking of which i we were talking about uh brady versus gastulum Oof. uh welterweight fight Oof. um uh this just was not gastulum's night i want to say this is his second fight back right since because i know he won the did he win his first fight back when was the last time I even saw Kelvin Gastelum fight, bro? Because I did. Fought I, in April. Fought, he just I had fought. a hiatus. Yeah, he fought in April. He fought against uh, Chris Curtis. He beat him. Was that yeah. main main card or prelims? Because it might have been the one that. It, it was, 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 was the fight of the night. night. Hey, it was, uh, on 287. Yep. Right here. So, yeah, uh, this is this was his second fight back. Bryce, I can't see your screen. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. You said it right here. Like, I was there with you. It's like, oh, yeah, bro. so he fought on... He was the main event of the prelim for 287. Ah, I missed the prelims. Oh, he yeah, was, he was okay. on the main event for the prelim. The, the 287 is Alex Perea versus uh, Adesanya 2. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, uh, so... Brady versus Gastelum. Brady completely dominated Gastelum for three rounds. Um, mm-hmm. Absolutely. Um, once he got back on the ground, there was nothing Gastelum could do. Um, and, yeah, there's really nothing else to kind of cover it. Uh, it was a round three submission win for Brady via Camara. It looked – Via what? Stating. It looked crazy. What you, what you call that submission, dog? Camara. That's okay. what I'm reading off of the. That's what I'm reading off of the off the web. It wasn't a Kimura. That's not what it's called. No, the second way you pronounce it was the correct way. The first way was wild. The first tell. way you said it was wild. <laughs> what did I say? <laughs> you said Kimura. Kimura. I was like Kim- <laughs> Kimura. <laughs> yeah, I was like, how did you even get that dog? Kimura. <laughs> Sounds like, like a fucking anime attack. Kimura. Uh, yeah. Uh, y'all know I like my numbers. Uh, total strikes. Um, Brady got 97 out of 130. Kevin only got 21 out of 35. Significant strikes. Uh, Brady got 14 out of 24. Kevin got 18 out of 32. Uh, Grady, 
Brady got in eight head strikes, one body shot, five leg strikes. Kevin got seven head strikes, seven body shots, four leg shots. Brady had nine minutes and six seconds of control time. Kevin only had 19 seconds. Five out of five takedowns via Brady and three submission attempts. And, of course, he got the Kamara win round three. So uh, just wasn't his night. Wasn't Kevin's night. I am a fan of Kevin, but, you know, um, this is might just be a case of just the division evolving while you're gone. And, you know, you don't really have any control over that. You can only. I mean, Sean Brady was gone for a long time, too. When was Deshaun Brady just come back? Yeah. Last time he fought was October 2022. So, I mean, he wasn't gone as long yeah, as right. uh, right. Gaslam was from TKO. that division, but he's, he he was dealing with injuries, my guy. Yeah. Ah, you're right. Yep. He lost uh, to Bilal. That was the last fight Bilal had. That's crazy. Yep. TKO. Um, It was funny, actually. I was just seeing people talking shit about that. Uh, about uh all right, Bilal did get a win off of uh Gilbert Burns and man. Um, but yeah, uh people talking shit about Brady losing to Bilal, which is crazy. Um, people just don't want to give Bilal that respect, but all right, whatever. Um, but yeah, no, this was a good showing for Brady. Um and what he does next will be very interesting. Uh, but I'm gonna just pass the I'm gonna pass this along. I'm gonna open the floor up. What did y'all think, gentlemen? Domination, man. Domination, yeah. It was Honestly. like Kelvin's yeah. leg didn't even belong to him at some point. Brady was like, I need that and would just get the single leg. Yeah. I am not exaggerating. It Was it round two where he just immediately cinched it like the round barely started? He's like, thank you. That's cool. Hey, say hi to the ground right quick. Uh, let me just shut you down so that you either give me your back or you give me mount. Either way, it's my time. Give me it. Yeah. That's basically what this whole fight was. And he got it, too. Ripped his yeah. shoulder in half. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. Um, so, I guess we're going into the going into the next one. Uh, oh, this yeah. is Matt. <laughs> This is Matt. Go ahead, sir. Oh, yeah. All right. Our next one is Davidson Figueredo versus Rob Font. Figueredo. Um, now, if that seems kind of crazy to you to hear that on paper because, hey, wait a minute. There are two different weight classes. Not anymore. Uh, David Figueredo has now moved on to Bantamweight, which is 135 pounds. And he was looking to crack himself into the top 10. And he went up against number eight, uh, Rob Font. Rob Font is a member of the New England Cartel, uh, gym out there in Boston, if I'm not mistaken. Um, pretty much a gym he's been with for a long time. Uh, teammates with Calvin Cater and Davidson Figueredo, Brazil, you know, former world champion, former two time world champion, if I'm not mistaken. And, um, you know, was looking to go up into another weight class and hopefully work his way up through their top 10, top five, and ultimately uh, become a champion. First round, Rob Font was really getting his jab going. And, you know, there's a significant uh, height disadvantage there that's going on. So even though the reach disadvantage isn't crazy, 
the disadvantage on height is just enough uh, that it kind of aids, obviously, the taller fighter. And I think at some point or another, while on the outside, um, you know, they just kind of made the realization that Rob Font, I feel like while Diego, not Diego, I'm sorry, while Davidson Figueroa was being held on the outside with that jab by Rob Font for a while, I think he realized, like, this guy either is A, not going to pull the trigger, or B, doesn't hit hard enough to deter him. And he literally just proceeded to fight him like all he needed was one punch. And every round at the end of like maybe about the last 20 to 15 seconds, he would just let off this barrage that was completely negating whatever attack Rob Font would do while he was doing it. Mm-hmm. Um, I would really only gave Rob Font the beginning of round one. Not even all of round one. And everything after that was all Eddie. Um, so that's um, pretty much where I was at with it because eventually what ends up happening is like Davidson Figueredo just bullies Rob Font like he did everybody else at 25. Like TJ put in the chat when we were talking about it, like is it the camera angle or is Figueredo like bigger than Rob Font? you're not tripping like he's bigger mm. like even in the grappling exchanges it was very clear that he was stronger than him you know i think the one thing he couldn't do is just kind of push rob Font around um like he does some of those other 25ers but yeah man the, overall this was crazy davidson figueredo came out with the win he damn near stops rob font in that third round um, landing like a really hard right hand. And he lands a really hard right hand on him close to the end of the second round as well when he gets off a pretty good combination. Um, but overall, like, this was just, it was one-way traffic for Davidson Figueredo. Sorry. Uh, I will pass it over to TJ. Uh, I don't really have much to add, man. Um, it just looks to me like Figueredo should have been in this weight class a long time ago, but the Moreno saga. Mm-hmm. Um, he was stronger, bigger, and it was just three rounds of pure domination. He even dropped him. Was it round two, or was it yep. round three where he had Font up against the cage and he was just kind of teeing off on him? I think he wobbled him with an uppercut, and it was just a matter of time. But Font somehow survived. It was just yeah, one sided traffic or one way traffic. Bryce? Um, I've never... It's very rare that I've ever seen someone get punched and it looks like their system reset for a second while they <laughs> Um, That is what happened when, when Figueroa Throw got the his lead, hands on Rob Font. He hit him just one good time and Font just reset, reset real quick. He had to restart. Um... Yeah, no, they the 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 bantamweight division got a problem on their hands. Figueroa might might fuck around and get that belt, uh, very soon. That's that's gonna be interesting to see. Hmm. Uh, uh, top five of bantamweight is looking kind of spicy though. We this got whole shit is crazy. Marab, technically being Aljamain. Of course, we got O'Malley. Cejudo's in that mix too. Wait, is Cejudo ranked? I don't know. But Probably yeah, not. then Figueroa's in that mix, man. It's like, oof, oof, about to be wild. 
they believe that like the bantamweight has one of the the, the well, it's not hard to believe, but just like the competition that's coming out of the bantamweight is just something to watch. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. I mean, it's it's cool that that the divisions are growing. Um, who wants to do uh the next one? Uh, Bryce, did you say you wanted to do Turner versus Green? Sure. Let's let's talk about uh let's talk about let's talk about it. So you've all probably already seen it. Round one KO. J- Jalen caught Bobby Green. I don't I think it was like a, a like a like a hook. And then he Man, it's crazy that two. you mispronounced the word murder like that, but okay. Yeah, you know, yeah, it's yeah, yeah, it was. Wow, well, round one murder, I think is what round you want to say. Round one murder. It didn't have to go down like that. Jalen really murder. Did, but the but the ref. The ref apparently got some against Bobby Green. It's um, for real, Jalen the Tarantula murder. Yeah, um, man, he, that shit uh, was hard to watch. It was, man, and I, I, I don't know if y'all remember. I said it. I don't know if I, if I sent it, but I was just like, Bobby's going into this fight with Jalen Turner. His hands are down, and Jalen just has so much reach on you. Well, here's I, the thing, though, man. Like, Bobby closed the distance. Like at the start, he, did. he, did. he found a way in. Crazy. Yeah, he was. He he definitely did. I think he got him. He got him. Uh, he got him twice. Mm-hmm. Just kind of, just kind of came through. And actually, you know, Bobby got caught. The thing that stunned him was the fact that he did get back in. He just got caught mm-hmm. with something that kind of, that kind of, that kind of shook him. It took a second too. It took a second for 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 Bobby to kind of be off his legs, and then Jalen got him with that one too. And then four, five, six, seven. And then nine, and then five. he looked at the ref, and the ref like put his thumb across his neck, like keep going. I was like, oh, that ref like yeah. played too much Mortal Kombat. It felt like he should be like Shao Kahn, <laughs> in uh, <laughs> in, in, in UFC. Fans. He's like, hey, I need a new soul real quick. Uh, yeah. I'm gonna need you to finish this Playboy. <laughs> I'm gonna need I'm gonna need you to take him to the shadow realm. <laughs> yeah, man. Um, it was a good showing by by uh by Jalen. Um, I don't think Bobby really lost anything in this fight because he wasn't supposed to fight Jalen in the first place. He was supposed to fight Dan Hooker. Um, so you know, um, uh, good for Jalen. It's 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 uh it's it's good uh good good PR for him. Uh, hopefully, we'll see him in another fight because clearly he didn't even take any damage in this and. You know, it's probably be a minute before we see Bobby again, but you know, we people love Bobby. Um, and he's starting to get like like main event co main money. So, you know, mm-hmm. let's do it. Like, you know, we'll see Bobby again. Um, yeah. Uh does anyone have anything they want to add? Matthew. I guess not. Uh, well, uh I got something to add. I 100% think that Bobby should sue that ref because that was wild as hell. Um, it's like the worst fucking stoppage, but yeah, the I don't know. I don't know. That was wild. It was wild. Yeah. Like, if he can sue that ref, sue that ref. That's all I had. Yeah. Uh, Dana talked about it at the press conference. The ref was like, yeah, I fucked up. I fucked up. I don't think that that really helps anything, but you know, as long as you know, motherfucker. Yeah. I guess. 
damage is already done. Bobby Green, like, what's that gonna do about my hand, motherfucker? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right, well, should I take us into the main event? Uh, I have a nice uh little little uh segue. You know, after that fight, I know uh Armand came in there with some with <laughs> a, hell of a lot of Ooh. momentum. Hell of a, lot of <laughs> a little bit of Armand Hammer, if you will. Yeah. <laughs> nice. That, that was good. That was good. Good on you, good son. Yeah. Y'all, y'all want me to introduce it? Yeah, let's get to it. Let's go. Okay. All right. My bad. My bad. Uh, main event at the lightweight bout. Uh, Benil Dariush versus Armand Sarukian. Eee. Uh, Come on, you know, pronouncing it. You know, I can, I can, I can, I can pull it out sometimes. I don't know if I said it Whoa. right, but you know, I feel like I did. Um. Uh, Whoa. Relax, Matt. He didn't mean it like that. What I know. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, Benil's coming off of a loss from Charles Oliveira. And Armand is coming off of um a a win off of uh Joaquin Silva, who fought earlier on the card. Um via TKO. So he's he's uh clearly he has a he has a, a, a motive. Uh so um there's there's really not much to say this ended in a minute this has just not been a good showing for Benio Darius for the last couple of fights um with the momentum he had and just how big of a switch it's been it's insane um Benio got taken out via uh a knee and a, and a cross first round in a minute and four seconds and he was out cold um Better than the Jalen versus Bobby Green fight because you know they stopped it. But uh, yeah. Mark Smith put his oh life on the fucking line, bro. <laughs> like, <laughs> <he's> like, <laughs> he got in there in a way that you would hope the referee gets in there, right? Like, stop, bro. That's enough. <laughs> he's like, you don't see me covering his body, nigga. Damn, stop hitting him. <laughs> Start swinging off the ref next. Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> Ah, I need more, more. I need more blood. I need battle, respect. I'm trying to see a body tonight. It's like, whoa. Okay. <laughs> like, okay. Well, I should have done a thorough background check. He, he, he got, he got cold cops. Um, again, not a look, good look. I said this before the recording started. I said this to Matt. Um, Bryce, you're gonna hear this for the first time, but I just think it's crazy how Benil Dariush walked out to that Christian music. Armin Saruki was like, Oh, you like Jesus? Let me send you to him. Damn, that's what happened. Damn, that's That's crazy. (laughs) If you wanted to meet the Lord, why did you just say so? It's just so fucking like, geez, dude. What's crazy to me, it's like, it wasn't even the knee that did it. He threw a right hand without having 10 toes on the ground, dude. He only had one foot on the ground when that right hand got launched. How powerful is this dude, man? Who knows, man? He said, no weight shift, not a problem. Bad credit, no credit. Get this fist. 
Indeed. I feel like, I feel like our bond made a noise. Coupla. Yeah, man. Um, I don't know. This I, I thought this card overall was crazy. It was, yeah. I thought it was everybody came to fight. Uh well, I mean, obviously they all come to fight, but you guys get what I mean. Like everybody just seemed like was looking for the finish. I even was hearing about the stuff on the prelims was kind of like that too. Somebody got fucking picked up and slammed. In fact, the prelims was all finishes. I'm looking at it now. Submission, TKO, 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 submission. So, yeah. I'm pretty sure... Has has it been a streak of cards now where it's been over 75% finishes? I think, like, the last few we've been watching has been like that. Even the pay-per-views, I want to say. Have been yeah, we've been getting a insane. lot of stoppages. Lots of stoppages. Christmas, they need them bonuses. Anybody, uh, what was y'all favorite fight? Um, That's a good question. Well, there was really only one fight on the card. The rest of it was just domination in different form, one way or another. Um, I guess I'll say, um, uh, I'll say Benil versus Armand only because, uh, rarely get knee takedowns, knee knockouts like that. Mm -hmm. I mean, it wasn't the knee that knocked him out, but it was the knee that started. So I like to get it. I mean, it would have been Guida versus Silva for me. Um, but I would say if I had to pick favorite final main card, Matt, Brady versus Gaslam was just pure domination. Yeah. I'm going to go with that one. Matt, Matt, I think I'll go with the. I was gonna go Jalen Turner or Bobby Green, but that stoppage man was just so put a bad. bad taste. Yeah, yeah, man, it just put a bad taste in my mouth, and then I didn't like how Sukran. Uh, Su- how do you say it? Sarukian. Sarukian. I didn't like how Sarukian was moving this past weekend. So it wasn't great. Yeah, can't yeah. do that. So. Yeah, I, I think I'm settling for the Sean Brady as well. Yeah, I'm gonna go with that Sean Brady joint. Um, with that said, we got more fights next week. Next week we got UFC Fight Night, uh Song Yadong versus Gutierrez. We got Song Yadong versus Chris Gutierrez as the main event. The co main event is Anthony Smith versus Khalil Roundtree. Um, that's the only way to say Khalil's name, that. by the way, folks. You have to channel some type of darkness. Yeah, you really do. After that, oh, Kevin Gaslam. I mean, oh uh, shit, he's back again. <laughs> no, you said what you said. I agree part. with it. Right. I agree with it. <laughs> oh shit, Iron Turtle. That's is that his nickname? Mm-hmm. Jun Young Park, back again, man. That dude's got hands, bro. He does. Uh, versus and... Andre Muniz. On the boxing tip next week, we got the long-awaited title fight between Regis Progress and Devin Haney for the WBC welterweight title. So definitely going to be covering that uh, over on that boxing tip. And that pretty much sums up what we'll be covering next week. And that wraps up this week. So thank you guys so much for rocking with us. This has been another episode of... The Now Mind You Podcast. This was the Combat Edition. 
Uh, you can follow us all on social media. You can follow me at Matt Hambrick. That's M-A-T-T-H-A-M-B-R-I-C-T-J. Uh, you can find me on the um, uh, the social media application. Uh, C'est un logiciel, uh, how do you say it in English? Uh, I believe it is Instagram. Uh, my my handle is uh, just, just for our skate. That is uh, T-U-S-S uh, uh, number four. In French, we say quatre. Uh, 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 the, I was struggling with this last time as well. The 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 line it looks like the minus symbol but bigger uh and so the words uh, uh underscore yes underscore uh s k a t e uh thank you uh merci beaucoup matt uh uh where where can they find you uh bryce look here you rule poo son bitch if you look sacre bleu if you look at for the main man, Bryce Coachman. You can find him on Instagram at Ashe. Stone Cold Coachman. That's A X E underscore O N C A Bay Bay. Some bitches. Where can they find Now Mind You Podcast? And you guys can find us at Now Mind You Podcast, wherever you guys like to find your social media and wherever you like to get your podcast. And with that, we will see you guys next week. Be safe. Peace I'm out. I'm to see you. I better see you or I will yeah. open up a can of whoop ass. Oh, you, your family, your your kids, your, your kid, your friends, all of them. I better see you. I better see you. That's the bottom line. Peace. Peace. Oh my God. <laughs>